Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome! Zaslo Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 14th of August. Good to have you aboard. We're presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. 
800-747-3733. That's 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, slip and fall, motorcycle, boat and car accident, I send you where you're going to be treated like family because that's what you need in your time you need when you're in that kind of spot. You take care of getting healthy. They're going to take care of getting you the money that you need. They're going to treat you the way you deserve. And you know this because Zaslow Show 2.0 is not even possible without the support of Anna Jarn Levine. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Glad to be with you guys here today to start the week. I'm back. You can see. Look at this. Put them. If you're watching on YouTube.com slash at Zaslow Show, you can see this. Put them right here. We're back in what we got up. I'm not going to say live because you're listening to the show in the future. I'm in the past right now, but it's essentially a live show. So I want to thank everybody who tuned in last week. You know, I could see the numbers. I I could see how many of you are listening, you're downloading and all that good stuff. My sponsors, of course, they thank you for listening. I thank you for listening. And I could see what the numbers were like last week. So here's, here's what happened last week. So... I was in Tennessee, I, you know, fa- family vacation, Zaslow family vacation, we spent a week, eight nights in Tennessee, we had a cabin there, and had a really good time, did a lot of country type stuff, a lot of country activities, did whitewater rafting, which was amazing, that was, never done that before, that was fun, went horseback riding, I know how to ride a horse, I've done it many, many times, we went horseback riding, I'm being serious, we went horseback riding, we went to some shows out there. We did zip lining, of course. You gotta do zip lining when you're in the country. We did zip lining, of course. Did a lot. <coughs> excuse me. Went to the mountains. Did a lot of really fun activities. So, rather than, you know, when you're on regular terrestrial radio, I take a week off and somebody's got to fill in. You know, it's a different show. And I figured, all right, well, that obviously can't be the case here. No, nobody can fill in here, Zaslow Show 2.0 podcast. So I can either not do the show, which is not the way that I want to go about it, or maybe I could just tape a bunch of interviews. You know, I can't do regular shows days in advance because I don't know what kind of news is going to break. And it's also kind of like I'm crossing my fingers. Ah, I hope the Damian Lillard news doesn't break the week that I'm away, because A, I can't talk about it, and B, you're going to be listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 with a pre-recorded show, and you're going to be saying to yourself, Zaslow, you're not talking about Damian Lillard, this is so stupid. So, kind of crossing my fingers that big news like that wouldn't break last week, and I don't think there was any real big news that broke, at least as far as our local sports teams here in South Florida. So I figured, alright, rather than not do shows, let's tape some interviews in advance. So I want to thank, you know, you know, guys who helped me out. My guy, Travis Wingfield from the Dolphins.com, Drive Time Podcast, was able to talk to him. We had uh, Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports Fantasy Football. That's kind of kicking off the fantasy football season. He's going to join us every Thursday, and that started last week. Hollywood Joy Taylor, great write-up about her, by the way, in Barrett Sports Media a few days ago. Uh, she is ju- uh, just killing it. She is fantastic. So go listen to that story. They did a really good story on her. Speaking of fantastic girls, first take this morning, first take the whole week, Amber Wilson, best girl. She's hosting first take this week. I got it on my television right now. I'm watching this morning. 
I'll watch, you know, uh, uh, later on after I finish my show, I'll watch the rest of it. But check Amber Wilson out. She is hosting First Take. She's one of the panelists this week. And, of course, you also know her show every night at 7 p.m., Joe and Amber. So there you have it. But speaking of, speaking about, you know, best girls, all right? Mentioning what Joy's doing, which is so fantastic. And Amber just killing it on television this week. So make sure you check her out. And and also Dave Williamson, my pal Dave Williamson, comedian who's going to be here next month at the Improv. So I want to thank those guys real quick. And judging, again, to bring this back full circle, judging by the numbers, and you guys, you guys were listening to the show last week at the same rate as you always are, even though they were pre-recorded interviews. So clearly... It was the right way of going about things. I had a show for you guys every day last week, even though I was away. So I'm really glad that worked out like that, and I'm really thankful that you guys were still listening to the show even while I was away. Very cool. Also, last night, so I got home last night. Man, we look, we got a lot to get to here today. There's big NBA news that broke this morning in China, of all places. We got... Uh, the, the Marlins uh, walking off the Yankees. Inter-Miami, they're in the semifinals. That'll continue tomorrow. Messi's the best. They never lose anymore. Dwayne Wade Hall of Fame speech over the weekend. We got to talk about that. We had, I mean, so much happened while was, SummerSlam was last week. So speaking of which, SummerSlam, last night I got home and we recorded a brand new episode of It's Still Real to Me. So make sure for my pro wrestling fans out there, you go check out the latest episode of It's Still Real to Me. It's not dated. You know, you could still, even if you watch Monday Night Raw tonight, you could still catch up on It's Still Real to Me. So that came out last night. Go back and listen to that. Get you all caught up a little SummerSlam Fallout episode, as well as all the big stories in pro wrestling last week. And I was able to keep up to speed with everything while I was in Tennessee. Not just pro wrestling wise, but throughout the week, you know, I you got your iPad, you could, you could aircast everything Onto the television, wherever you're at. So in the cabin, I was able to, to aircast, smartcast, whatever they call it. I don't know, all right? Everybody calm down. I was able to aircast, you know, watching games or what have you, watching Messi. We watched it on, what was it, Saturday night? Yeah, I think it was Saturday night. Couldn't watch the Dolphin game. Couldn't find a way to watch the Dolphin game because it's not streaming anywhere. And then I couldn't cast it to the television. We'll get to the Dolphins coming up. But anyway, so... I'm able to stay up to speed while I was away. That's a whole lot of fun. We got a lot to catch up on here today to begin the week. I'm really happy that you guys are here with me. One thing I do want to mention before we get rolling here today. I got some really cool news. All right. So I got some fun news to share with everybody here. And and, and I've known for a little bit, but it's, you know, it's finalized now. So let's, you know, I want to, I want to mention to everybody. So I got some fun news to announce. And... Starting this weekend, I'm going to be doing shows on ESPN Radio. Yeah, so really cool. I've never hosted a national radio show before. Starting this weekend, this Saturday after, uh, this Saturday evening, yeah, this Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon, ESPN Primetime. I'll be hosting ESPN Primetime on ESPN Radio, which is really cool. Like I said, I've never done a national radio show before, and I'm really looking forward to it. So, obviously, that's one of the benefits of being able to do Zaslow Show 2.0, where I could make my schedule, and I'm in charge of all this, and I could also do other stuff like that. So, you know, it was a while ago, I was thinking about it, you know, do, do ESPN Real, I'm like, I don't know, it'd be kind of stupid, you know, if, if, if I didn't at least 
look into it at this point in my career. I've been able to just explore it. And luckily for me, the guys over there on ESPN Radio, super nice and were, were really welcoming to me. And like, yeah, let's do it. This is this will be a lot of fun. So starting this weekend, you'll be able to hear me on ESPN. I mean, like, I don't I know my schedule right now for the next couple of weeks. It's not like there's gonna be any permanent time slot or anything like that. But starting on weekends, maybe some fill-ins, and starting this Saturday, this Saturday at 7 p.m., I'll be doing uh, ESPN Radio Primetime. So hope you guys will tune in. Hope you guys will listen. That's a good way to to get a little bit of the the national sports conversation going with your favorite two-time championship broadcaster. We all know Zaslow Show 2.0, almost exclusive to South Florida, although we talk about whatever we want. But then we're going to be able to do some national shows on ESPN Radio, maybe get the word out a little bit more about Zaslow Show 2.0, but also just being able to do some other stuff. And look, I mean, it's the four letters. It's DSPN. So I'm going to be able to do shows now on ESPN Radio, which I'm really excited about. I'm excited to work with some of the guys there. <laughs> it's something super new and super different from what I've done. Now, you know, hey, we all know ESPN Radio, and especially on the weekends, the shows, like, Zaslow Show 2.0 is personality-driven, right? It's personality-driven. It's based on me. It's based on my personality and the way I do things. And when we're talking national radio, those are essentially topic-driven, all right, if you understand what I'm saying. So I'm going to find the right balance there. Obviously, the shows are going to be whatever is the most topical, very NFL-heavy, especially this time of year. Whatever is the most topical is obviously what we're going to be doing shows on. But I'm going to find the right balance where you're you're getting a, an ESPN radio show and you're also getting two-time championship broadcaster Zaslow. So I'll find the right balance to mix in the personality as well. You're not going to get like I'm not gonna, you're not going to get a, a any kind of uh, a stale or different version of of me. It's not going to be Zaslow Show 2.0, but I'm going to inject my personality. It's it's still going to be me. It's just going to be on a national level. So I hope you all listen. ESPN Radio, of course. If you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 from other cities, whatever local radio station is the ESPN Radio affiliate. Like for instance, here. ESPN West Palm, my man Evan Cohen, you know, ESPN West Palm, you got, you know, all the guys up there, uh, Ken LaVica and Josh Cohen and and JMP, you know, the station, those guys are on there, ESPN West Palm, I'll be on their air on the weekend, they're the local ESPN radio affiliate, but of course, Sirius XM, ESPN radio, you can listen to it wherever, so we'll be doing some live radio, which I haven't done in about a year now. We'll have, to, we'll have to knock off a little bit of the rust, but I'm excited for that. I'm excited to get in the mix there. And, I mean, it's the four letters. It's ESPN. It's the biggest. It's the it's obviously the most recognizable name in sports media. It always will be. So I'm very excited about that. I've been waiting to be able to tell you guys that I'm going to be on ESPN Radio, and I'm really looking forward to you guys tuning in and hearing from you guys. You know, so we'll get back doing some live radio this weekend. Zaslow Show 2.0 Monday through Friday. We know the way that goes, but I'll be able to do some live radio now as well on ESPN. So I'm I'm really uh I'm really excited about that. I'm really grateful for it, and I'm really excited about that. I hope that you guys tune in. All right, let's get to it here. So let's start out. Like I said, I was able to watch things while I was away, and Saturday night, <coughs> you got the NBA. Not the NBA. You got the 
basketball, not even pro basketball. You got the Basketball Hall of Fame. So before I get to the Dwayne Wade stuff, all the Basketball Hall of Fame, which is super important, all right? Got to make sure that we cover all that. I got to also make sure that you guys are taken care of if you have a leak in your home. If you have a leak in your home, you need to take care of that immediately before you get the mold, before it's this huge disaster. And the way that you do that is you call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, my guys, the Greensteins, family friends since I'm a young since I'm a young two-time championship broadcaster. They have over 60 years combined experience. Their team is prepared to handle any and all types of leak detection issues. After the leak has been located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida cleans, dries, and fully restores all of the damaged areas. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, certified to provide that one-stop shopping all busy homeowners and business owners require. Hey, I'm talking to you. There's no need to bring in other contractors. They handle the entire project from start to finish. They service the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Or you go to WCUFL.com. You can go onto Google and check out more than 80 five-star reviews. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. Guys, if you're in the market for a new car, or if you're just thinking about it, hey, I'm sending it to the only car dealership that I personally endorse. I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're going to walk in the showroom doors, and you're going to let a member of their friendly sales team help navigate you in the right direction. Whether you're looking for... Uh, a spacious SUV for the family, whether you're looking for a, a sedan, maybe just to and from work, Outback, Crosstrek, Forester, Ascent, all the newest Subaru models on the market, whether you're looking for small, big, medium size, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. You always get more at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Guaranteed most money for your trade and Lifetime warranty included on all North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicles. Shop nflsubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. nflsubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. So Saturday night. Dwayne Wade's getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. I'm looking forward to this all day long. I know Dwayne's going to have a great speech. You know he's going to go. Like, you didn't know, or at least I didn't know, but you knew he was going on last. And and that's impressive because this was a very good Hall of Fame class. You look at essentially, the, the you look at the main names. Popovich, Becky Hammond, Tony Parker. Love Tony Parker's speech. Tony Parker, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade. That's a hell of a class right there. And for Wade to go up last, I also liked, they don't have to be best friends, but I liked the interaction over the couple of days in Springfield between Wade and Nowitzki. They were big rivals. You may even say they were bitter rivals. You know, Nowitzki had big problems with Wade. I don't think Wade liked Nowitzki either. You know, you had the whole thing in the 2011 NBA Finals, and then, of course, you date back to 06. Uh, 
that was not a good relationship. They were not friends. And I like that the two of them were, you know, I like that they were going in together as rivals, but it's almost like coming out as friends, you know? So I really enjoyed the interaction between Dwayne and Dirk Nowitzki over this Hall of Fame weekend. But we're waiting for, so so I'm waiting all day. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. And I got to tell you, we know Wade's going on last. It's too long. The ceremony's too long. So I, I got a couple gripes to pick with the Hall of Fame. And I was really dialed into it this year because it's Dwayne Wade. It's the greatest Miami Heat player in franchise history. Also, how about the first ever Miami Heat drafted player to go into the Hall of Fame? That's wild, right? Because the other guys you associate with the Heat, of course, Alonzo Mourning, Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Hardaway, Chris Bosh. Uh, these are, the, 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 even if you want to say Gary Payton, you know, these, these are not Miami Heat drafted players. Now, they're Miami Heat guys. We know Alonzo Mourning is a Miami Heat guy, all right? But no one had ever been drafted by the Heat and elected into the Hall of Fame. So I'm way into this Hall of Fame ceremony. I'm watching it starting at 8 o'clock right from the get-go. It's too many people. It's too many speeches. No offense. Uh, look, no, and this is not one of those cases of no offense and now I'm going to offend you. No, no, it's no offense. No offense to the other 2023 Basketball Hall of Fame inductees, but if we're doing a TV show, it's got to be shorter. We're waiting all night to get to Dwayne Wade. And it's kind of like, you know, what it used to be when they let it go a lot longer with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You get to the main event, you get to the main guy, and people have left. People aren't in the seats anymore. It's gone on too long. You can't have that. You know, there were a couple college coaches, the D3 coach was inducted. You had the, the women's basketball team was inducted. And again, no offense to any of these worthy people. But I think it's got... Hey, it's just me. I think it's got to be like the way they do the Academy Awards. You know, not every award, not every Oscar is part of the TV show. It's part of the ceremony, but it's not part of the TV show. They do a bunch of those, you know, lesser awards off off it. They do it before the show goes on the air. That's what they need to do for this Basketball Hall of Fame. You can't have a dozen speeches. It takes too long. Some of them should have been off camera. The ones I mentioned to you, the ones that everyone's tuning in for, Becky Hammond, Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, five. That's it. Those are the ones that you get on television. That's the TV show. The rest is still part of the ceremony. It's not on the TV show. I mean, you know how Dwayne Wade and his family are probably they're there all day. Dwayne Wade mentioned it at one point during his speech. We've been here all day. It's too long. I was tired by the time Dwayne Wade got up there. The second thing that I want to mention, which is weird. Loved Allen Iverson presenting Dwayne Wade. I, I love how Iverson has become... I don't know if elder statesman is the right word, but I love how these guys like Dwayne Wade, the way that they give it up for Iverson, the way that they honor him. I mean, what an honor that Dwayne Wade gave him to be the presenter, but I love the way they honor Iverson. I love the way they talk about Iverson, everything he means for, as Dwayne Wade said, the culture 
And the growth that we've all seen in Allen Iverson, he's like this older, emotional, in touch with his feelings guy now. And back when he played, and ever, look, everyone loves Iverson. But back when he played, man, he was tough as nails. And so cool. And I just, I love seeing Iverson. It looks like he's in a good place. But for a little while, he's in kind of a bad place. It looks like he's in a good place now. And I just love how these guys give it up to Iverson. It's really cool to see. So, great job by Dwayne Wade. Honoring Iverson and the way he spoke about Iverson. And how he, you know, he wore the sleeve for Iverson. He wore number three for Iverson. It's so cool. And it, you know it definitely means so much to Iverson, who deserves all the flowers. So anyway, the weird thing, though, when you hear that Iverson is inducting him, <coughs> Iverson's not inducting him. Iverson's just sitting on the stage while Dwayne Wade gives his speech. The same way with, you know, was it with Tony Parker when, when Tony... Co- well, no. Who was sitting up there with Tony Parker? Well, you had all you had the Spurs were up there for Popovich. You had Duncan and Parker, Ginobili, and Robinson. Tony Kukoc was up there. Was he up there for Nowitzki or was he up there for Parker? I don't remember. But they're they're not inducting. They're just sitting there. I I, I wish like Iverson could have like can Iverson get up there? Is he allowed to say something about wait for two minutes? Really quick. It's got to be quick, because I'm already cutting people's speeches off the television show. But it's such a weird thing how they're inducted by so-and-so, who, of course, has to already be a member of the Hall of Fame, where it's like, oh, why didn't Wade have a family member do it? They have to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, why didn't Wade have LeBron James do it? Have to be in the Hall of Fame. So he has Iverson do it. But, like, that person's not inducting. They're just, hey, you're sitting on the stage while... The inductee is giving his speech. That's weird to me. Was it always like that? I feel like that person used to, and now let me present to you Dwayne Wade. And they they give like a little speech, you know, like a minute, two minutes, whatever, you know. So anyway, I feel like it needs to be more like the WWE Hall of Fame. Somebody, so-and-so is inducting you. They're going to say a few things about you. And then they call, they call you up and you give your speech. Basketball Hall of Fame needs it needs to take a little bit of a page out of the WWE Hall of Fame. I think that's what I'm saying. But Wade's speech, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, especially the end, and we'll get to that, where he honored several individuals, specifically family members, his wife, his father. Uh, I loved the way he did that. I loved how he took us through his story, and his speech was long, man. It was 30 minutes, but I was never bored. I was into it. I thought it was super interesting. And the, the the weird part about it, though, is... I don't know, like... I feel like there's... And maybe this is just on Twitter. I'm not calling it X. Maybe this is just on Twitter. But... And, and you know how Twitter could be. It could be a little bit of an echo chamber sometimes. But I feel like there's a portion of people who are being very critical of Dwayne Wade's speech in the sense of... I thought he would have talked more about Riley. I thought he would have talked more about Spo. Why didn't he mention Mickey Arison? And it's like, it's his speech. It's his moment. It's about him. Like, let him do the speech however he wants. 
I think it's 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 weird how he should have talked about this person more. He should have talked about this person more. I didn't leave feeling that way at all. And I also got to tell you, specifically guys like Arison, Spolstra, Riley, if you don't think that he has told these men face-to-face how much he cares about them and how important they are to him, his life, his family, his career, and they needed some type of validation for him to say it up there at a podium, you're nuts. You're nuts. Those people know exactly how he feels about them. And he doesn't need to say it at his Hall of Fame speech to validate his feelings toward them. It's just a weird thing to me that there seems to be a portion of the fan base who doesn't like at the lack of credit, maybe, that he gave to those individuals. It's weird to me. But anyway, the and, and you know, not mention see, not mentioning Mickey Arison can be a weird thing because here's what it leads to speculation, of course, as upset with Mickey Arison. Because and, and then you go back to the whole maybe he is upset with him, and that's why he's with the Jazz right now. He has a partial ownership stake with the Utah Jazz. I thought we went through this. Like I thought this was already solved. Mickey Arison has said, I think he, I think they released a statement that he would love for Dwayne Wade to be part of the ownership group. I thought that Mickey Arison did offer Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade chose that to go a different route which I think makes all the sense in the world because Dwayne Wade not only does he want to have an ownership stake, but he also wants to have a seat at the table. Meaning, he wants to be a part of decisions. He wants to be a part of the decision-making process. And with the Miami Heat, who drafted him as a kid, saw him go from a kid to a man, sometimes you gotta go somewhere else if you want to grow. And what I mean by growing, where... If he's going to be, ha- if he's going to have a seat at the table, he may feel, and he may be right. Dwayne may feel that those guys who have known him since he was a kid, almost half his life, who've known him since he was a kid, who drafted him as a kid, and have seen him grow up, they're never going to look at him as an equal. They were the boss. If you want to be the boss, you may not necessarily be able to be the boss with your current boss. You may have to go be the boss somewhere else. Maybe you could eventually come back after you've been the boss somewhere else. But you may not be treated as equal and you may not feel like you're going to be treated as equal when they've been your boss your whole career. Sometimes you got to go somewhere else. And I totally understand. That's where Dwayne was coming from. And I think it probably was. Now, there is a part of it where... He has said, my family would not be welcome in the state of Florida. We know he's all talking about his daughter. Does that play a role in him not wanting to stay in South Florida and be able to be, <coughs> excuse me, a part of ownership group with the, with the ownership group with the Miami Heat? Maybe that does play a part. I don't know. But if it's about him needing to go somewhere else to grow, because you can't do it where you were, that makes all the sense in the world to me. So, yeah, not mentioning Mickey Harrison in the speech is going to lead to that type of speculation that maybe that's why Dwayne Wade's not part of the ownership group because Harrison didn't want that. I don't think that's true at all. And I especially don't think that... And look, 
you see all kinds of guys who finish their career with the Heat, their Heat guys, essentially, and they're working with the Heat. I mean, Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway for a while, Glenn Rice, Keith Askins, Shane Battier. You know, you, you see these guys who are Heat guys, and now they have jobs in the organization. And what, Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade, Udonis Haslam's going to be. Dwayne Wade doesn't stick around. I really think it's about, if you want to be a, 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 a part of an ownership group, and especially if you want to be a decision maker and have a seat at the table, like, Pat Riley is going to look at Dwayne Wade as an equal? That's a tough sell. You get Mickey Harrison when it comes to decisions. Mickey Harrison, Nick Harrison, they're going to look at Dwayne Wade as an equal? It's a tough sell. So sometimes you got to leave and then maybe come back. So that's the direct that that's the way I see it having went down. But when you don't mention Mickey Harrison, I guess in the speech that leads to speculation and whatnot. But I I, I do think it's weird that we're being critical about Wade not mentioning uh, uh, Harrison and not spending enough time on Spolster and Riley. The speech. The moment is not about those guys. It's about Wade. It's about everything in his life. And he could do the speech any way he wants. So anyway, I thought Saturday Night was great. Thought it was really cool. Thought he had a great speech. It was long. Did not think it was boring, even though it was long. I was really into it. Huge congrats to him. And man, like Heat Nation was there. They were chanting, let's go Heat. They were really into it, sitting up there in the balcony. Really great contingent of Miami Heat fans. How about the two weeks in a row? This weekend, the Miami Heat fan there to support Dwayne Wade. Last weekend, the Miami Dolphin fan there to support Zach Thomas. So cool. Really cool. We got some NBA news here. We got some big NBA news today, actually. First, though, if you own a home, you got to make sure you got the great homeowner's insurance. I've been using Brunt Insurance and Financial Services for about 10 years now. That's right. And that's because I know that not only get the best rate on my homeowner's insurance by using Brunt Insurance, I'm getting the most comprehensive coverage out there. So God forbid there's some type of disaster, something happens. I know that I'm going to be covered. I'm not going to be left without a home. I'm not going to have to come out of pocket. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. And no matter where you're listening right now, you can call them from all the way up at Pensacola, all the way south at the Keys. Brunt Insurance delivers comprehensive insurance coverage tailored exactly to your needs. They have offices all throughout the state of Florida. So wherever you're calling from, they know your market. They know exactly what you need, what you're looking for. We're talking affordable care, not just on your home. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance through Greg Brunt and Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. But maybe you need automobile, motorcycle, Boaters Insurance, 954-589-2204. You're making the right call. Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance have the expertise and the experience to find exactly the right coverage for you. And that also includes comprehensive policies, trailers, and motorhomes as well. Hey, when it comes to homeowners insurance, even renters insurance, condo insurance, there's so many options out there that'll make you dizzy. Don't worry. Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance specialize in making the confusing crystal clear. 954-589-2204. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com.
All right. By the way, when I was in Tennessee, we had a rainy day a few days ago. So we went to the movies. Went to family. Zaslow family movie outing. And we saw, we saw Mission Impossible. We saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So we had two parts. We saw the first part. Now, the Mission Impossible movies are phenomenal. But I do have to tell you, I can't tell the difference between them. And what I mean by that is, the past ones, I don't know which is which. I think I've seen them all, but I, I like, I cannot, di- if you told me the name of the Mission Impossible movie, I cannot tell you which one that was. I cannot, I, I can't differentiate any of them from the others. But this movie is all it's cracked up to be. Phenomenal action, just nonstop action. Highly record. That was a big movie. All right, we didn't do a big movie, not a big movie this week. That's a big movie. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. I didn't see part two, I saw part one. And if you've seen the movie, no spoilers. If you've seen the movie, the, the you know, in the, within the final scene on the train, oh my God. It, that whole sequence, when him and Grace are, are, trying, are trying not to die. Let me put it that way. Again, no spoilers. It might be, it's, it's a top three or four action sequence I've ever seen. It was so cool. Really well done. So anyway, I look at that Amber Wilson back on my television. Again, watch Amber. First take today, every day this week. Just killing it. All right. So big NBA news today. Everyone out there who wants to talk NBA and the news is kind of slow in the NBA. There's no trade talks. Like the Damian Lillard situation seems dead right now. He's going to wind up on the heat, but it's dead right now. And then James Harden wakes up today in China and says, you know what, I'm going to take a blowtorch to my entire situation. So what was it, two days ago, you get the report from Adrian Wojnarowski that the Sixers have ended trade talks. And it's like, there aren't any trade talks. But okay, you could. no one wants James Harden. But you could say that you've ended it. Okay, fine. So the Sixers have ended trade talks. They plan on bringing them back to the team training camp and moving forward with him. Well, I mean, James Harden's got some other plans. So James Harden, here he is. This is this morning. He's at, I guess, maybe a sneaker or basketball camp in China. And I don't know if he was asked about his situation or if he just decides, hey, start recording right now. I got something to say. And here is James Harden taking a blowtorch to his entire time in Philadelphia. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Well, I would say we got a problem in Philadelphia now. And it felt very personal. You know, it's funny. When players decide, when players decide to leave the team, business. It's just business. It's always just business. But when the team is going to act in accordance with the team's best interest, and far be it for me to defend Philadelphia, who I think we're learning is is a shitburger franchise. Just poorly run. From the beginning of the process to right now, it's a shitburger franchise. But whenever the player does what's in his best interest, it's business. It's just business. But when the team does what's in their best interest, it's very personal. Very, very personal. 
and James Harden calling Daryl Morey a liar several times, making sure everybody hears it, that's very personal. Whenever the player makes a decision, that's business. Don't get upset. But when the team decides we're not getting fair value in return, nobody wants to trade for James Harden, okay, he's on our team. We want to use him. We want him to help us. Then it's very personal. When the player does what he wants, business. When the team does what's best for the team, very personal to the player. You ever notice that? You ever notice how that goes down? Anyway, so that's the big news of the day, obviously, when it comes to the NBA. And my first question is, when is the league sending out the memo to all 30 teams, letting them know that James Harden's behavior is inappropriate? That James Harden refusing to play for the team that he's under contract for is inappropriate. The same way that apparently it was inappropriate for Damian Lillard's agent, even though they didn't find evidence of that, but for Damian Lillard's agent to insinuate that he will only play for the Miami Heat. Well, when you're under contract for a team, if they trade for you, you have to go play for them. Well, if you're under contract for a team like Harden is with the Sixers, you have to play for them. And James Harden coming out here and essentially telling every, well, not essentially, telling everyone, I will never play for an organization that has Daryl Morey as part of it, as the general manager, whatever role. He is refusing to play for the team that he is under contract to. When is the league sending out a memo telling you that James Harden's behavior is unacceptable or is that only when it involves the Miami Heat? Let me know when that memo comes out. I'll be waiting forever. Like, that that part is frustrating for the Miami Heat fan. For everyone who thinks the Miami Heat fan has some type of persecution complex, can you at least admit that you could see, that you could understand where the Heat fan would be pissed off that the league is going to treat this situation Harden, who, by the way, is a habitual repeat offender when it comes to this type of stuff. When James Harden doesn't like when things go his way, he creates a problem. Damian Lillard has never been a problem. One of the most stand-up guys in the league. And that's when the league, a league that is run amok, that is out of control, the inmates run the asylum. The players are in control. It is a player-run league that Adam Silver has allowed to get to this point. And Damian Lillard, he's the guy you want to come down on? Not James Harden, who everywhere he is creates a problem and ends up demanding to get traded. In Houston, he wears a fat suit. In Brooklyn, he sits out, he's hurt, trade me. And now in Philadelphia, going out in public and calling the general manager a liar and refusing to play for them. But Damian Lillard is the guy that they're going to send a memo out to all 30 NBA teams and chastise? It's fucking bullshit. That's bullshit. And you know what? I got to give it up here. My guy Justin Termini, Sirius XM NBA Radio, I mean, he says it perfectly here. You know, Termini sends the tweet out a little while ago. Maybe Daryl Morey is a liar. Maybe he isn't. But one thing is clear. When things aren't going his way on both a team or a big game, James Harden is a quitter. 100%. Couldn't have said it better myself. 100% accurate. And Lillard is the guy that the league sends a memo about? No. The Miami Heat is the team that the league sends the memo out about. Make no mistake about it. That's about the Heat. 
That's not about Lillard. And Harden's a repeat offender when it comes to this kind of stuff. And by the way, if the Blazers have not come to a trade yet by the time the season starts or training camp starts, which would be crazy, but if they don't, Lillard's going to show up and play. He's going to play for the Blazers until a trade happens. Harden just made it 100% clear, not happening. So for the second time in three seasons, the Sixers are going to have a high-profile player who is refusing to play for them and has a mess. And this is the only league this shit happens in. The league's out of... It's my favorite league. It's out of control. And Adam Silver has allowed it. This is Adam Silver's legacy. Allowing the players to take over the league and do whatever they want. This doesn't happen... Show me the MLB player who is refusing to play under contract. Show me the NHL player that is refusing to play under contract. Even the NFL, when all things are equal. Now, the NFL has holdouts, but that's because the contracts are one-sided. They are not fair. I totally support the NFL player when they go about the holding out and don't want to show up. Totally support it. But when all things are equal, as in if an NFL player has a guaranteed $35 million this coming season the way Harden does... Has he ever refused to play? No. So when all things are equal, this is the only league where this happens. Why is that? It's such a massive turnoff to fans. It's such a gross turnoff. Now, let's get to Maury. Okay? Because he, he's no first prize. Let's, get, let, let's be fair. Let's get to Maury. This is the most overrated general manager in the NBA. It is. His... In t- he's never won anything. Matter of fact, he's never come close. He's never come close to winning anything. His entire tenure as an NBA general manager is based on the only reason anyone knows who Daryl Morey is is because he traded for and hitched his entire career, including now in Philadelphia. We all knew when he got to Philly, the end game was making sure he finds a way to get James Harden from Houston over to him in Philadelphia, even if there has to be a pit stop in Brooklyn. The only reason anyone knows who Daryl Morey is is because of James Harden. He hitched his entire career to James Harden. And that guy, James Harden, just lit him up this morning. And I do believe by the most overrated GM in the NBA, Daryl Morey, I do believe Harden was probably lied to. You know, like Termi was saying there, maybe he was lied to, maybe he wasn't. I totally believe Harden was lied to. Gotta be fair. You know I'm not a fan of Harden, and I'm against player empowerment, but I do believe Harden was likely lied to. I think he was probably lied to multiple times by Maury. I think he was probably, like, remember, when Harden re-signed, when he signed the extension from Brooklyn to Philadelphia, he took less than the max. And you would assume that was because Maury is saying to him, all right, you take this, it's going to give us some flexibility, and then on the back end, I'm going to be able to make it up to you. He likely lied to him there, because now he doesn't want to give him that contract. And, you know, this is, this, is kind of, this is part where these guys are so full of shit. Guys like Harden, guys like Kyrie Irving. Harden could have left. Harden didn't have to opt in. This was an opt-in. Harden didn't have to opt into this final year of the contract the same way Kyrie Irving didn't have to last year in Brooklyn. These guys are so full of shit. It's all about the money. Harden could have left. Go sign with the Clippers. You're not going to get what you have. You're not going to get the money that you could opt into in Philadelphia, but 
Go sign with the Clippers. Nobody's stopping you. Kyrie, go sign with the Lakers. Oh, but but you don't want to give up the money. All right, so you're going to go back. You're going to opt in with Brooklyn. These guys are so full of shit. It's always and only about the money. It's only about the money. Don't let any of these guys, like Kyrie Irving especially, it's all about the money. These guys are full of shit. Harden could have opted out. Go sign with the Clippers or whoever you want. But he opted in because he didn't want to give up the money. But here's also likely where he was lied to as well by Maury. It probably came down to, hey, I, I could just opt out. I'll leave. You're not going to get anything for me. If I opt in, will you trade Will you trade me? And the Sixers are like, yes, we would like you to opt in because we would like to get something for you. But in the back of Maury's mind, he's like, if I can't get what I want from him, I'm just going to keep him. Can't let him walk for nothing. So Maury likely lied to him several times. I got to be fair. Got to point that out. But there is also a lot of delusion with this guy. He is not the player he once was. He is a poor postseason player. And teams are not interested in him. You know, Damian Lillard wants to go to only the Heat. The Heat are very interested. James Harden wants to go to only the Clippers. Nobody cares. No one is interested in James Harden anymore. No one. And this is not a small thing either. The number one guy in James Harden's quarter has always been Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey's whole career. I'm pretty sure Daryl Morey has said he owes his career to Harden. Morey's whole career has been Harden. Always. Always been behind James Harden. And even Morey knows he cannot pay Harden. Can't do it. Can't give him that contract. He knows it so well that he likely lied to Harden. And if Maury isn't on Harden's side anymore, you know things have gone sideways for James Harden. Think about that. So that's the big story today. Huge NBA news. You got a big time mess. And you know what? I know a lot of people out there, they're going to say something like, yeah, you know, you, you got to, if you're Damian Lillard, you got to make a mess of the situation. This is how you get out of Portland. This is how you get to Miami. I don't, I don't want to see him do that. I don't want him to do that. I don't think it's necessary. I think that whole situation is going to work itself out. I don't want to see Lillard go about things the hardened way. Lillard's going to go about it the right way. The Heat are going to go about it the right way. And that whole situation is going to wind up working itself out. But that's, that's monster news today. So I wanted to make sure we touched on that here. You know what I've missed? I'm really glad to be back in town. You know, I'm one of those guys where you go out of town, you go away, and I, I get to a certain day and I'm like, I, I got to get back home. I just, I, I got, I miss doing Zaslow Show 2.0. I miss my dogs. I miss my bed. You know, that's where all the magic happens right there in the Zaslow Mansion family room. But I also miss, I also miss Johnny Cuba. I want to sit down and relax and have a Johnny in my hand while I watch the Marlins game tonight. They don't have Johnny Cuba in Tennessee. I'm sorry. You're out of luck, Tennessee. But here, wherever you're living, you find a Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Emas, pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, enjoy a nice relaxing night. European roots with a Caribbean soul. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. Johnny Cuba, the beer of choice in the Zaslow Mansion. Now remember, you always got to drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. 
I'm looking forward to football season, getting together with my man Juan from Johnny Cuba, going to some Canes games, going to some Dolphin games. We'll do a game that we'll set it up there with the big Johnny Cuba tent. Maybe we'll have some free samples for you. Again, Johnny Cuba. You're going to try it for the first time. Zazla, why have you been holding out on me? I haven't been holding out on you. I've been telling you how delicious Johnny Cuba is. Come on, get after it. Also, you know what You know what else they didn't have in the cabin we stayed at in Tennessee? They didn't have sheets and giggles. How can you not have sheets and giggles? We're talking naturally softer, cooler, most breathable bed sheets you're ever going to sleep on. Sheets and giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com. The Zaslow family, they are over a, they're one of four of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles. That's right. Sustainable eucalyptus sheets. Can you believe they didn't have sheets and giggles in our cabin in Tennessee? That'd be the only thing. We put a very positive review and like we didn't do it, but if we were to put a note and negative, like, how do you not have sheets and giggles? Sheetsgiggles.com. We're talking about made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. My man Colin, he's the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He makes sure that he's taking care of the environment when they're making these sheets as well. I have a eucalyptus pillow. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? Go to SheetsGiggles.com. It's the only place you're ever going to search for your sheets again. You'll thank me later. Don't even thank me. Thank Colin. Sheets and Giggles. SheetsGiggles.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. That's right. Hey, if you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home, that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. Well, I'll tell you who's going to tell you about it. Water Cleanup of Florida. They'll let you know. 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Dwayne Wade, we know great Hall of Fame speech on Saturday. Stop being critical and complaining about who he did think or didn't think or spent too much or too little time on Dwayne Wade at the very end, I love this. Honoring his father, really great moment. We had the same exact dream. And we carry the same exact name. Dwayne Tyrone Wade. To know we hustled all the way to the Basketball Hall of Fame is God's will. So Pops, I know your knee's a little sore. But will you join me on stage as we take our rifle step into basketball heaven. This one right here, this one is for my father. I love you and I'm thankful for you. I love you too, man. We in the Hall of Fame, dog. big deal. I, I, I loved everything he said there. I loved how he, he had, you know, Gabrielle, and then he had the father and stand up and speaking to them, and you know, the father's tough. You could tell he's tough, so he didn't cry. But you could also see that you were able to see on his face how emotional it was for him and how much, man, just, you could feel it, especially when you're watching, he says, I love you, son. I, that's a big deal, man. I love it. Big deal or not a big deal? How about Lewis Riddick? He's on the Dolphins' tip on ESPN, and here he is. This was yesterday. One of the big keys he thinks the Dolphins this year, Jalen Phillips. Yeah, I'm going to pick out Jalen Phillips, who's now in his third year out of the University of Miami in his first year 
with Vic Fangio in this newly configured 34 configuration 3-4 defense as an outside linebacker. This is a guy who has 15 plus sacks in the two years combined, but I'm telling you, Jalen Phillips is not yet a household name despite the fact he has one of the highest pass rush win rates in the NFL among pass rushers, and despite the fact that he was a first rounder. This is a year that I think number 15 that you see on your screen, who's one of the best athletes in the NFL regardless of position. He is the perfect, Matt, the perfect prototype 34 outside backer. This has to be the year that he bursts onto the scene and becomes a superstar because there's no reason for him not to. There's none. He's got power. He's got speed. He can rush from the three technique over a guard. He can line up as a defensive end with his hand down. He can line up as a defensive end in a two-point stance. This guy could play linebacker. This guy could play strong safety. One of the best athletes in the NFL, regardless of position, who's had 15 sacks in two years, 15-plus. But he's a guy who still people go, Jalen Phillips? Oh, yeah, wasn't he that guy who was drafted in the first round a couple years ago by, by Miami, out of Miami, transferred from UCLA, thought about quitting football? Except, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Who's next? Let's talk about Tua. Let's talk about Tyreek. Right. No, Jalen Phillips has to go off, and he should in big scheme. I can't wait to see him line it up week one. I'm going big deal, but but not, not for the reason that you think, not because he's talking about Jalen Phillips, not because we agree with him about Jalen Phillips, but because the Dolphins are now one of those hot-button teams that every day they find a way to talk about on ESPN. I love that. I love when they're going to – and, hey, that's an opening for me. Like I told you, I'm debuting on ESPN Radio this weekend. Now I'm going to be able to talk about the Dolphins because they're a hot-button team, so that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So the Marlins, after losing Friday night to the Yankees, they win Saturday. Then you have the rubber game against the Yankees yesterday. The Marlins are down 7-1 at one point. And in the ninth inning, they score five runs to walk it off. And here's here's the sequence of events that took place. Fair ball down the line. That'll score one. Bell on his way to third. And here he comes. No throw. Two RBI triple. The Marlins tie it up. What a day for Luis Arise. Hit three RBIs on the day, gets this ball past Bowers, the first baseman. The corners are always tricky here. By the time Judge runs it down, he was playing over into right center, not expecting Louie to pull that ball. 2 1. big deal I mean it was probably the best one of the season probably the best moment of the season it's cool that it was a rise who had the two RBI triple and then of course you got Berger who's been fan Bell too who have been fantastic since joining the club it, it seemed like a like a death blow for the Yankees probably their worst loss of the year and feels like they're done and I will also say uh Paul Severino Marlins play-by-play man has really grown on me and it shows you how important he was excellent and it shows you how important it is to have a winning team where I just haven't, I, 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 I largely have not noticed Paul Severino over his few years with the club until this year. The teams have been lousy and now they're good. You're paying more attention and you could hear the emotion and, and you know how much he cares about the team winning. 
excellent job by Paul Severino. That's a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. So this was over the weekend. Oh, my God. So, you know, all these players, new media, right? All these NBA players, they, they, they have their podcast now, okay? And Evan Turner, Evan Turner's podcast, I think with Andre Iguodala. And Evan Tur- here's Evan Turner. He says, quote, people would flip their lids if I tried to start a Chris Middleton or Jimmy Butler debate. Because that's a true debate, respectfully for all parties involved. No, no, no. That's disrespectfully for Jimmy Butler involved. A true debate? Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton? See, this is not a big deal. And this shows you this new media is bullshit. And it also shows you more so, this is why the whole, you know, when, when players, and it's always NBA players, when players get mad at the media because they didn't play the game. What do they know? This is one of those examples where the players know more about the game than the media is stupid and untrue. Evan Turner has no shit about the NBA or basketball if he thinks that Jimmy Butler and Chris Middleton is a true debate. He knows nothing. Nothing. So it's not a big deal what Evan Turner has to say. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, let them tell you. 954-900-8635 if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Good to be back in the saddle. Good to be back here with you guys again to start the week. Again, I'm really excited about starting on ESPN Radio on weekends. This Saturday, you'll be able to catch me. I hope that you listen. I'll talk more about it throughout the week. I'm looking forward to that. But of course, always happy to be back here with you guys on Zaslow Show 2.0. Thanks to everyone behind the scenes who helps put together a great show today and every day. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Zaslow Show 2.0. Know what that means. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.